What is up, everyone? How we doing? Welcome back to another episode of Dental Student Vibes Podcast. My name is Seth Kalish. I'm here today with Anthony Wallish and Matt Havis. And today, first day back, mm-hmm. we had Perio this morning and we had the infamous, the diabolical Stab Lab, <laughs> mm-hmm. aka Injection Lab. So, uh, me and Anthony had that today. Mm-hmm. Matt, you've got it when? You've got it in a couple weeks? Um, the 30th. The 30th. So, yeah, we got it out of the way. By yeah. the way, happy 2020. Happy new decade to all uh, followers and listeners out there. It's uh, the 2nd of January, uh, already in school. Uh, it's just the grind, you know? It's the grind. We are back at it again. Uh, so, let's talk about Stab Lab. Mm-hmm. Um, so, basically, Stab Lab is our first experience uh, doing injections and we do the injections on each other and we just use it was uh, lidocaine with one 100,000 epinephrine and honestly it was not that bad it it was more um, the anxiety going into it that you think you're going to get injured <laughs> injured that that's honestly the worst part but it's it wasn't that bad and you think like the needle stick they say that the needle stick isn't what hurts the uh expression of the uh, anesthesia into the tissue is what hurts that's 100 percent pressure right yeah yeah that's 100 percent true and um i think really you know when we when we first started doing it i was not sure really what i was doing but at the very end of the lab today it mm-hmm. felt great you know absolutely so we did them in groups of three or four today um seth and i were in different groups so my group of three i was the the one giving the injections first so that was a little I, I felt like it calmed my nerves because it allowed me to, to do it, but it was also nerve-wracking because I was the first one going. But um, I, I did the injections, and then I gave the I, I was I was given the injections after um, by one of my classmates. Still a little numb from it. Yeah. In my lip. Yeah. Um, so yeah, basically half of my mouth got taken out by these uh, multiple injections, and then on the third uh, rotation, you just assist. So it's just kind of like you go in order, and you go through a bunch of these. Um, the, these nerve blocks and, and infiltrations and it's really cool honestly yeah so what were the uh, uh, techniques techniques today so we did um, so we you know each group had different teachers so I'm sure mm-hmm. to each his own but so the way we did it was we did um, an inferior alveolar nerve block along with a mental block in the beginning um, then we ran towards the long buckle and then we did the PSA and the MSA up on the maxillary and then we did the infamous um, greater palatine nerve block which is considered the one that hurts the most it's kind of like on the roof of your mouth on the hard palate I actually had to get two injections for that yeah. one which yeah. yeah I got one so, from uh, my buddy Jeremy then one from the professor he's like we gotta do one more <laughs> so that felt good yeah uh, I'm sorry, Min gave me injection. I gave the injections to, to Jeremy. Okay. And Jeremy said I didn't even hurt him when I did the greater Palantine, so I was hyped nice. about that. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the <coughs> most difficult parts is really like getting the confidence to put the needle all the way through. Because mm-hmm. at first when you – like we use the long for the um, the long needle for the inferior alveolar nerve block, and you only want to put it in like – three, four, five millimeters, mm-hmm. but you got to put it in like, you know, two thirds, three quarters. Yeah. So some of them you, of can, the you can kind of put in just a couple millimeters into the vestibule, like when you're doing the, um, like the long buckle and stuff like that. But like for the, for the inferior alveolar nerve block, you got to go, you got to go deep. Like you got to touch bone. Um, Dr. Young saying like what, like 20 millimeters or something that could be, yeah. it, it, it's deep. And, uh, 
your first time doing it, it you don't feel comfortable because right. you, you, you're so he, he wanted us to be like aggressive with it he wanted us to have confidence and meanwhile we're like going like so slow and is it in? it's just you know it, it's your first time doing it he was very understanding he's yeah. like yeah you just gotta go through it a couple times but it's really not right. as bad as I thought it was gonna be well we switched up the technique because um, we started out I was the first one to inject and so I just start out with the uh, IMB, uh-huh. and that's pro- that's the most difficult one, right? Yeah. Honestly, you should have just started with the um, PSA, MSA, or uh, the Greater Palatine, just because it's a you're using the short needle, right? And there's I think there's probably a lot less room for error, you know. So probably best to start out with those. Start with the maxillary, um, and then um, I I hear that like a lot of people they just do the infiltrations and that's it. For maxillary, oh, wow. yeah, some people don't do the blocks because they're they're. It wasn't that painful. I mean, it was just a little pressure buildup, but it went away within seconds. But it's one of those uh, stigmas in the field that everyone doesn't like the greater palatine. So I can understand why people would do it that way. You did you guys cry? Well, we didn't do the incisive for Raymond. So no. oh no, we didn't do that. Yeah, thank God. No, okay. that that's definitely not enjoyable. Be honest, did anyone cry? No, no, I didn't no. cry. But um, they when they were like poking around with the other end of the cotton swab the wooden end and they're trying to like they're like pressing on the my palate oh, and they're going the like pressure. past the vibrating line like i almost gagged like I, oh, no. it was, it he was said a couple people probably like out of the out of the hundred that go like throughout the next couple weeks said a couple people probably might like get dizzy or like like you know lose like, like uh, you know he said you just have to sit down but, like you're gonna be fine but honestly i was laughing when i got the injection because really? it felt like my lip was on the floor <laughs> it did, but it was completely in the right place, and like it was just funny because I couldn't really speak properly. So. Sounds like they really got you good, though. I think uh, I think men gave me a little little bit, so that was pretty cool. Shout out, men. <laughs> yeah. So the purpose today, the reason why we started so early on doing these uh, doing stab lab in spring of D two year, even though we're not in clinic yet, is they really want us to start getting comfortable with handling the needle and the syringe, so that once we're actually in clinic in five months, we'll be able to be more confident but even even then when when we go in we're still going to practice it a couple more times our preceptor is going to do it with us once again and then the the same professors that are with us today i think will do it with us a third time and then we'll we'll do it eventually on patients and um the third years now i mean i was speaking to a few of them before i walked in today they said it was super easy and they seemed super nonchalant about it i'm sure when they first started doing it it was scary for them too it's just like one of those things you know it's like Mm -hmm. it's just another landmark it's another step stepping stone you know Right, but this is, you know, this is something we're going to do every single every day. Every day. Dr. Youngblood was saying you, you're going to do like 75,000 of these things. Too, uh-huh. like, you do them with almost any procedure, you know? That's true. I mean, so it, it's important. And he was he was trying to emphasize how important um, knowing where you are and knowing what you're doing is. Because if you can help keep your patient out of pain and you can kind of take away that anxiety, like through the... the um, What's that called? That anxiety reduction protocol? Vocal? Yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> was, it, was it vocal anxiety reduction? No, this one was using... Like, no, 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 I'm saying... Do you remember what it was called when you like try and soothe your patient with your voice? Oh, yeah. I don't what remember was that the called? name. I think it's just do, called... But yeah, there's like so many like steps towards it, the, the anxiolysis procedures yeah. and, sh- and stuff like that, but... He, he just basically was telling us today, like, just make sure that you focus on this and you get good at this so that your patients will be calmer and that they won't experience pain. Because if they don't experience pain, they'll enjoy going to you more. And, and they'll refer you and recommend you to their Build friends. Trust. Which is what you want, of course. You don't want your patients in pain while you're in the mm-hmm. dental chair. Yeah. You want them to be able to walk into your office, feel good, and sit there knowing that everything's going to be taken care of. So he tried to he, – he didn't stress – 
like knowing it today and like obviously it's hard but he, he wanted us to know that by the time like we're third fourth years like we should be able to do this pretty well it's a dry well it's kind of a wet run because we actually used it but you know at least you're exposed to it now absolutely early. And oh early. and then i heard that we also do it our uh again our third year yes yes cool. we're, we're gonna do it when we get into Before clinic we start our preceptors will have us do it and then uh i think they come in again he even said oh wow which is good though no. And then in a couple of weeks we also do nitrous. Yeah, so I I start nitrous. Seth and I again. I don't think I don't know if we'll be in the same group this time, but we're in the same like, like they they, they separate people in certain like time sections. So we have it in like two weeks, which I'm kind of excited for because I heard nitrous is pretty cool. Yeah, never had it, so I'm looking forward to seeing. Mm, yeah, how I've, I've had lidocaine. Okay, so um, how about some tips and tricks for uh, students out there who are going to be doing. Uh, local anesthesia soon. Okay, so the, I, I think the keys that we were talking about today was needle angulation is uh, a must on certain blocks, like the INB. You want it to be contralateral. When you know when you go in from the other side of the mouth, you want to be crossing the second premolar. He said that was super important. Um, uh, certain blocks, you know, you kind of just go straight in, um, but angle angulation was super important. You need to know when to aspirate. When you go in, you should be aspirating to make sure there's no blood in the in the um, carpule. If there's blood in that, you have to pull it out. You have to change it, stuff like that. Um, topical was preached. I know not everyone uses topical, but I think topical is an important thing, at least for um, controlling maybe anxiety for a patient that might not handle it as well. And making sure that you keep the surface dry and just knowing your anatomic anatomic landmarks. It's not as hard as you know it seems once you do it, but it's it's intimidating, definitely, before you actually like get in there and start I mean, working on your classmates. This is one of the first like invasive things we do in somebody else's mouth. Well, when yeah, you think about it. So, because the most invasive we've done before that is mm -hmm. is a cleaning. Like, <laughs> well, anything or, you yeah. did or in, in the impressions. Yeah. yeah. So this is like you're actually like breaking through like the mucosa and like you're going in, into like. Okay, I got three tips for you. Go for it. Specific. All right. First of all, when you're doing the local anesthesia, that's. Uh, I mean, the topical anesthesia, take a cotton swab and you take the topical and you place it directly onto the tissue, right? The tip is to use the two by two gauze and get it super, super dry, the tissue, so that it doesn't get washed away by saliva. So Absolutely. That's, that's number one. And then when you uh, take that uh, two by two, you, you hold it up there with the cotton swab against the tissue and you can like let that sit for a little bit. Uh, Number two, when you're doing the uh, nasopalatine and greater palatine blocks, or just any of the blocks, honestly, or any of the anything, um, you can use the back of your mirror, the mirror holder. Anything, um, anything that's like a solid surface, yeah, or like the sticks yeah, that, that we use today. Or you can use um, the other end of the cotton swab, the the wooden part, mm -hmm. which has a smaller diameter than the mirror holder. And you use that to place pressure against the tissue, and then you uh, place the syringe, the needle, directly into the same spot that, like, you'll see the tissue that's being blanched by the pressure, mm -hmm. and you place the needle in as you're removing the um, pressure with the stick. And that's because, you know when you get, uh, like, let's say you get hit in the arm by a baseball or something, what do you do? You rub it Apply with your pressure, hand, yeah. right? That's because... Um, the pressure sensation turns off the nociception, which is mm -hmm. pain reception. Yep. It turns it off and inhibits it. Wow. So that's that's one of the tips. We learned that over the summer. I forget in what class. I was Stand. thinking. I was thinking about this a couple of days ago. Actually. Yeah. 
And then the third one, this isn't a tip, but this is something that's common on the internet and that we found and then we asked about it and apparently it's incorrect. So the tip is that you might see on the internet um, is to use a cotton swab, spray the cotton swab with endo ice, which is used for um, endodontic procedures for testing and place that endo ice directly on the area that's going to be uh, anesthetized or where the needle will be inserted. And apparently that is, apparently it works, but it's not good to do because endo ice directly on the tissue um, damages the tissue. Mm -hmm. mm. So I just that, thought of two other things also. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so for the IANB, you want to, when you're, when you're about to put it back there, uh, you want to shake kind of like the, the same concept with the with the back of the mirror it's also to distract the patient a little mm -hmm. bit with the pressure when you when you do an IMB you want to shake your patient's uh, cheek with your other hand that you're not using to inject with and you want to shake it like aggressively when I was doing it I was just kind of like really yeah because we didn't even do that no he was telling me that's a very good tip it kind of distracts them and by the time their mind wanders from their cheek back to the injection, you're pretty much done. Yeah, that's good. And then another one is you gotta be really careful with like when you're done um, with the needles and like making sure oh, right. you dispose of them properly. He went through that and- Right, how did he tell you to do that? So you basically, you have to um, always, like when you're done with the needle, you know how you have like that that paper- or the, or the cardboard. That cardboard piece in between them. Yes. That holds the cap. Yes, you put that right back on, always when you're done. And then, um, you basically will just screw off the needle side um, from the from from where the um, the top of the cap is, mm -hmm. so that your your hand's nowhere near the needle. And then when you take that off, the other side of it, not where the cap is, the other side will have a short little needle. You cover that side with the plastic piece that you broke off originally, and you have to dispose of them properly in like those red like you know like containers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bio yeah. it's a sharp spin. Exactly, yeah. and um, it's it's really just kind of just thinking about what you're doing at first and then it, to guys like them it's probably you know like second nature they, yeah. they do it in their sleep but like for breathing. us it's just make sure you know where the needle is at all time when when you have your assistant helping you in the future make sure because the assistant the way we were doing it today was um the assistant will hand you the needle and then they will when you have it in your hand they will pull like the cardboard side with like the tip they will pull that off and that will expose the needle yeah we didn't do that that's all. how he had us do it i don't know if it's going to be like that in every practice but just make sure like even when even when you're working because your eyes are going to be focused on the patient you're not going to be looking at your assistant make sure everyone's out of the way when you go to inject like you don't want to like accidentally like like injure like your your assistant or anything like that so just be really careful with it, it, it it's not a toy it's it, it's very sharp but it's it's honestly it's it's kind of fun honestly if you do it the right way the um the way that he had us do it you can do it two ways so this cardboard thing that anthony's talking about it's basically just to prevent you from a needle stick right so it's a, it's a it's a shield yeah. i guess um it's a, a square piece of cardboard with a hole in the, in the exact center, and you put the cap of the needle in before you remove the cap from the needle. Um, and then, so let's say you finish your injection, your cardboard is laying on your, uh, on your whatever, your piece of paper, your, your little tray, mm -hmm. and without, you, uh, the whole point is like you're just not, you don't have to use another hand. So you can directly insert the needle into the cap and the cap holder while it's laying on the tray. So that was the first thing. The other thing, if you don't have one of those cap holders, the mm -hmm. cardboard piece, he said to hold, okay, so I'm right-handed, hold the uh, whole uh, syringe in your left hand and then hold the cap in your right hand between your index and thumb and then put 
touch your pinky to your uh, to the, like the syringe or your hand as like a fulcrum and put it on like sideways, like very carefully. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So it's like it's almost like as if you're drilling, so you've got more stability with mm-hmm. where you're moving the cap to. That's that's another thing that um, we were taught today is that he, there's a lot of techniques, and he told us. My way isn't necessarily the right way. You're going to learn other ways from other people, and you kind of just need to find what you like and mix and match. It's like, you know, when you do a crown prep, you know, you, you don't we, we don't always do it in the exact order that we're taught in SimLab. You know, you pick up and, and right. pick up little pieces from stuff. There's an the exact same thing with opposite that. way of how we were taught how to do it. Exactly. So he was, he was very clear on that, which I thought was very comforting because it doesn't make you feel like you have to do it just this one way. Now, what you guys were saying um, about needle sticks, not, not necessarily for yourself, but for the patient, mm-hmm. where as you're inserting into the mouth or whatever, you can nick the tongue or the gingiva on the way in. Mm-hmm. Did you guys have any experience with that? I did not. No. I Somebody else hit my tongue with the tip of the needle, which didn't feel very good. But How would you recommend that you fix the problem so you don't needle stick the patient because you know they're not going to like that either are you saying in terms of preventative or if you do what do you do after like no like how would you make sure like you don't do it like as you're inserting um like, you, you need to make sure that the tongue's under control so like if, if you're doing like a mandibular block like on the bottom of the mouth okay. you want to make sure that the tongue's out of the way same thing with max how you, you might with just a have, mirror you can with use a mirror. a mirror but if you don't have a mirror like we did today you just tell your patient to move the tongue Okay. Unless they're like fighting. That, that didn't work at all. <laughs> didn't we work tried that. No, because so, when you try and move the tongue, uh-huh. then it causes the muscle to be flexed, and then it goes out of the way, so you can't actually access the spot. Okay, so if that's you, what we did today. Would we you just have retract a mirror. then? Like you have like your assistant retract? Right. While you do that? The, yeah, with the mirror, but we didn't have Yeah, mirror. we didn't have mirrors, so, that, so okay. we would just say that's move cool. the tongue, but in an in a ideal clinical situation, yes, you use a mirror to move the tongue out of the way in that situation. Okay. And you guys have any issues between people? Like anyone... Have paresthesia or anything like that? No, no everyone was fine. What everyone worries about? Did anyone have any issues? I can like still that? feel my face. So my lip is the only spot that's still numb. My my cheeks were, I mean, like numb for an hour, dude. Okay, but I'm fine now. Man. All right, guys. That's well, so that was Stab Lab today, Matt. I'm looking forward to hearing about yours. I'm looking experience. forward. To, what we're gonna do is we'll record right after I get it. Done, that's perfect. Just so you guys can understand. <laughs> I'm looking forward but, to seeing you drool out of the side we'll, of your mouth. We'll record you with, uh, yeah, still numb. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we hope you learned something about uh, Stab Lab, about injection techniques. Do not try this at home. Yeah. (laughs) Do not try this at home. Um, Be sure to hit us up on Instagram. Uh, We love all the feedback we've been getting from you guys at dental.student.vibes. Also, check out our book on Amazon, uh, Seven Hacks to Boost Your Dental School Application. Let's see what else we got going. We got a big year this year. Lots of stuff planned. And for any of the... uh upperclassmen or any new dentists if you guys want to share any of your stab lab stories if you have any funny ones anything you know that went sideways um message us on instagram at dental.student.vibes and we will uh read it out loud to the rest of the group that's a good idea yeah feel free to share your stories or email us dentalstudentvibes at gmail.com for classic all right guys take care happy new year and we'll talk to you soon peace out peace